Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 5 of Wrestling with Fatherhood, a.k.a. The Kleincast. Good evening, everybody. This is Jason Klein. That was Jackson Klein. And yes, welcome to episode 5. It's been a few weeks since we've recorded anything. Life has been busy at the Klein house, but uh, definitely uh, have seen some shows and got some shows coming up that we wanted to talk about. So uh, today we are going to do a quick review of Paradigm Pro Wrestling's Live Through This, which was last Saturday the 10th uh, over at the arena in Jeffersonville, Indiana. And then we will do a preview of St. Louis Anarchy's upcoming Hog Wild show, which is on May 24th, live and direct from Spalding Hall in downtown Alton, Illinois. So, uh, first, we will go ahead and get started with Paradigm Pro's Live Through This. So overall, Jackson, uh, before we kind of dig into the matches a little bit, what were overall, what were your thoughts about the show in general? Well, first of all, we've never been to Paradigm Pro, and I was definitely impressed and would love to make the trip again. Also, there were not a lot of normal matches. Most of the matches had some kind of special condition added to them. Definitely. So... Uh, to clarify, this is your first time to Paradigm Pro. I actually went last year. Uh, oh, that was the time you moved without me. That is correct. That's Thank the time you. that you chose to go swimming in the hotel. Oh, yeah. While I went and watched wrestling. But that's okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, very good show. Uh, we've been to the arena there for a couple different promotions. Um, it's a good time. Good fun crowd. Uh, and like Jackson said, there was a lot of different stipulation matches here, which kind of made it fun. Uh, so we will go ahead and jump in. Uh, first match was Lexus Montez versus St. Louis's own Mike Outlaw in a two out of three falls match. So Jackson, anything uh, you want to talk about that match? Well, at the start, it was very back and forth with Outlaw getting the first fall via the roll up. Okay, yep. Uh, I thought a lot of good chain wrestling to start. Uh, you know, kind of caught him out of nowhere there. Uh, look from my angle, like Mike got my, like Outlaw might have used the ropes to gain some leverage for the pin, but uh, the referee didn't see it, so uh, more power to him. All right, and then uh, after that, looks like what? Montez got the second pin, is that right? Uh, yes. So, yeah, I think, uh, if I remember right, Outlaw went for that spinning forearm off the second oh, yeah. rope. And, uh... Missed. Mon- yeah, I think I think Montez kicked, blocked it and got out of it, and then, like, immediately got the second pin right after that. Um, and then the last, ma- uh, last pin... Um, Hurricane Rana off the top rope to Outlaw. Yep, but... For- for a two count. Yep. So he got he had a hurt Montez hit a hurricane rana. Uh that got the two count. Uh immediately went right into I believe it was like a spinning DDT out of the corner uh and got the pin. So Lexus Montez two wins two thralls to one over Mike Outlaw. Uh I thought that Outlaw definitely uh I'm not sure how many times he's been there, but definitely got a good reaction from the crowd and uh hopefully he'll get some more showings there. So good stuff. Uh, our second match was Sashin versus Corey Storm. So, uh, again, I'm not sure. Sashin, obviously, from the St. Louis area. I'm not sure 
if she has been there before uh, Corey Storm I believe is a regular in that area with different promotions uh, you know pretty obvious he's uh, a regular got extremely uh, good reaction from the crowd um, you know I think the crowd was a little bit not 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 receptive but just a little not sure what to get from Sashin so that's why it kind of made me think it might have been her first match um, you know and I think uh, it kind of started kind of started with uh, Shashin really uh, taking advantage of maybe uh, I mean to me it looked like Corey Storm just underestimated what he was in there with what do you think oh I think yeah there was some s underestimation going on there and that definitely came back to get him in the middle yeah I think uh, I mean she hit she had a couple quick pin attempts there hit him with some you know she's obviously very well versed in martial arts uh, got some good strikes in there that he was taken aback by. Got a few quick pen attempts. Uh, Storm kind of came back, hit a big super kick, really stuck it hard. Uh, got a two count, uh, and then from that point, really focused his attack on the left arm. Uh, most everything he was doing was either some sort of submission or some sort of strike to that left arm area. Um, made sense, you know. Obviously, she's a, a big striker trying to take the arms out of the equation. Um, and then uh, again, back and forth there at the end, Storm hit, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Storm hit the uh, lethal injection there at the end, uh, and got the win. Um, you know, I think, uh, what I liked at the end of the match, you know, it started off with him really not showing respect, but at the end of the match, he realized, uh, you know, exactly how good Shashin is, and, uh, you know, nice shake of hands and show of respect at the end of the match. Uh, Shashin got a really good response at the end of the match uh, from the crowd, which I really liked. So kind of seeing what she was all about, and you know, again, hopeful that she will be back and get some more uh, some more chances there at Paradigm Pro. So good stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. And then what was our next match, Jack? It was a we had a Jefferson <coughs> yeah Jeffersonville street fight between John Mathis White Trash versus the Duke of Hardcore John Wayne Murdoch. So the white trash messiah, Ron Mathis. That was uh, that was our first time seeing him, uh, and probably Jack, probably your first time seeing John Wayne Murdoch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Early start, hitting each other on the head with the garbage chair. Man, and I tell you what, they were taking some straight up just bombs with those trash can lids. Um, both, Boom. both guys. Yeah, both guys were bleeding very early in the match. Uh, from the forehead, um, just you know, Mathis slams Murdoch on the garbage can. Murdoch gets up through the trash. I mean, that might have been the biggest spot right there in the whole match. Murdoch took that trash can and it just bared like right in his face. Uh, dropped Mathis really <laughs> kind of didn't help the bleeding yeah. at all. Um, I had trouble seeing how pool noodles could be used in a street fight, but they found a way to make pool noodles hardcore. It's called choking someone with them. Yeah, so yeah, Mathis, Mathis had that pool noodle on. I'm like, what's he going to do with that? And next thing I know, he's got it wrapped around Murdoch's throat and taken to town. So very uh, very unique in that <coughs> that aspect. Um, again, just brawl all over. Um, led up to a spot where uh, uh, they had, four, they had a, a chair, uh, excuse me, a door spread across four chairs. Um, after, 
after I think Mathis got a lawn dart into the trash can. Yeah, they threw. Yeah, and that was a sick one too. Um, match ended with uh, I think Murdoch hit a Canadian destroyer into the stack of chairs in the middle of the ring for the win. Um, Wait, it was a stack of chairs with the door on top. Oh of yeah, it. the door was there. The chairs were there. Just all the weapons of mayhem, to so to say, uh, with Murdoch getting the win. Uh, again, at the end of the match, these guys, uh, a show of respect in the middle of the ring, you know, they, they definitely beat the living hell out of each other. Um, you know. Also, quick note, all tables that you expect to see are replaced with doors. I don't know why, they probably hurt more, but. Yeah, they were using, uh, they were definitely using doors instead of tables, uh, but still, extremely painful getting slammed or thrown into them. Um, like I said, first time I know, uh, Jack, for you seeing both guys, we got a chance to talk to Ron Mathis after the match. Uh, you know, for being that hardcore in the ring, he was a super nice guy. Uh, so hope to see uh, both of these guys back, uh, you know, on our next visit to Paradigm Pro because it was definitely good stuff. Yes, yes, yes. All right. And next match is the Progressive Liberal versus Reverend Ronnie Roberts. So, yeah, the Progressive Liberal versus Reverend Ronnie Roberts. And this was the first time I've seen Ronnie Roberts. Uh, the Progressive Liberal... Oh, we, we've seen Ronnie Roberts we, before. We've seen the Progressive Liberal before. And Ronnie he, Roberts. He was at PWF last time. We were there. Oh, you're right. You're right. Progressive liberal, last time we saw him, just got booed out of the building. Uh, that uh, I would say that Jeffersonville, Indiana, is, is not a very progressive liberal area based on the first time I saw uh, this gentleman wrestle. But, uh, you know, that kind of goes to show you what type of guy Ronnie Roberts is because the progressive liberal was getting cheered in this match. Uh, I thought that uh, Ronnie Roberts came out and did a little prayer and then... Uh, Took a little offering for the building fund. Uh, it kind of reminded me of something here close to home. Sean Arlene, shout out to you, sir. Uh, so they start the match. The Reverend gets the advantage, you know, takes advantage, starts starts hitting hitting uh, the progressive level before the bell even rings. Uh, also, I would like to point out, Reverend Robbie, you've had to plead for mercy. While the ref, and then while the ref is distracting, you come in and hit him with a Bible. Yeah. Bible. What is wrong with you? Hit him with the Bible. Uh, you know, big uh, big clothesline. Um, but the you know the progressive liberal comes back right. So kind of out of nowhere comes off the ropes, catches a knee, and uh, I believe one with the Falcon Arrow. No, excuse me, excuse me. Hit Falcon Arrow got the two count and then hit his finisher, the liberal agenda, which is wow. phenomenal. And uh, got the win. So these are some great names. Yes. So um, pretty quick match, um, but fun stuff. Uh, definitely fun to see the progressive liberal get cheered over there in Jeffersonville. Because, like I said, the last time I saw him, nobody was buying that act. Um, so uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can find a, a kinder, gentler Jeffersonville and uh, maybe see what the progressive liberal is all about going forward. So. Uh, our next match, let's take a look here, was Trevor Court versus Nate Wings. Uh, and uh, I, I can't remember. I don't remember seeing these guys before. It was, it was a David versus Goliath match. David versus Goliath match with uh, 
you know, Trevor Court, certainly the uh, Goliath in that. And Nate Wings was the David. Uh, you know, pretty talented young kid, but not much bigger than Jackson, quite frankly. Uh, and uh, Trevor Court was a big, big boy. And uh, it started off with, uh, excuse me, started off actually with Wing hitting a couple uh, couple dives early. But uh, Trevor Trevor caught him in the one and chucked him at the pole. Yeah, caught him, caught him, threw him into the pole, hit a huge superplex. I really like that superplex. He kind of bounced right out of it, went for the pin. Um, hard chops from both guys. I tell you what, Nate Wings for a little guy, he could chop. He had some pretty strong tops chops. I was pretty impressed. Yeah. Um, lots of root force. From Goliath there. Yeah, I mean... Uh, but I, th- I think at one point, um, Nate hit a springboard moonsault. Yep, hit yep, hit a moonsault. Um, nice. I think, uh, you know, the end of the match, you know, it was just, you know, Trevor Court just too much, too much for Nate Wings. Uh, gets caught coming off the top rope, went oh. right, and Court just took him right into a spinning tombstone. Uh, really look really impressive finisher there for the win. So, uh, Trevor Court over Nate Wings, uh, good stuff there. So yeah, our next contest is going to be Joshua Bishop versus Reed by God by God Bentley in a Portal of Pain best of best four out of seven doors match. So, so the portal that rules. Yeah, so we weren't sure what the Portal of Pain was, but this is it. Yeah, so it was a best of seven doors match. So to win the match, you had to put your opponent through four of the seven doors. First man to four wins. Um, so a couple things. Uh, Josh Bishop, uh, younger guy, Reed Bentley, certainly a veteran of this type of match. But, uh, you know, Bishop lately has been getting... Uh, Kind of setting a name for himself and kind of the deathmatch hardcore stuff. I think he had a really good match over WrestleMania weekend along those lines, if I remember right. Um, but certainly held his own in this match. Um, you know, he took the uh, he took the first lead, got a uh, back suplex, back suplex Bentley through one. Uh, Bentley then threw Bishop off the top rope into another one for two. Bentley then, there, there was a nice setup here. I missed it. Jackson was yelling at me because I missed it. Uh, but uh, he actually, Bentley put Bishop through two two of the doors at once. Let me explain this a little. All right, you've, got go ahead. The, you've got the staircase with the door on top of it coming up. So if he stacks another table on top of it, then gets on top of the top turnbuckle, just kind of, so, just kind of he's, got him, he's got him hanging onto the back and just jumps off straight through the tables. So, it yeah. Went, so, had, nasty. so basically had two doors spread between, they, they pulled out the ring steps and spread it between the apron and the ring steps. And then went off the top rope. Uh, pretty sure. That's hardcore. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, that put actually put Bentley up three to one. Uh, but Bishop comes back. Bishop choke slams Bentley through a table or through a door to get a three two. Then Bishop hits a power bomb from the top rope. That one looks sick, and uh, tied it up three three. But veteran experience comes into play. And Bentley hits the pedigree off the top rope for the win. Hit a pedigree off the top through the door for the win. It was a nice pedigree. It was, yes. That was, I mean, 
In terms of that type of match, I thought they did a really good job. Um, some innovative spots to hit, uh, really working to put each other out. Uh, and that pedigree, the pedigree and the power bomb at the end, those last two two doors were both extremely impressive. So good stuff all around, and congratulations to Reed by God Barbecue Bentley for the win. Also, when normally when you slam someone through a door, the door is gonna break in half. With these doors, I mean, with, normally when you slam someone through a table, the table is gonna break in half. With these doors, I think one table got broken in half. Every the every other table is just they just got part of it chipped. Only one table was fully broken in half at the end. So of the day. a couple of them splintered pretty damn good, I thought. But anyway, good stuff. So uh, next match. So AJ Gray, the truth, Par- the Paradigm Pro Champion, comes out to the ring. Announces that his competitor, uh, Saeed Al-Sabah, I pr- apologize for mispronouncing that, I'm sure, was unable to make his flight and would not be at the show. Uh, so he decided to have an open challenge for anyone in the locker room to come out and face him. So, uh, to, to our surprise, Camaro Jackson, one half of Alpha Omega, Alpha Omega. Uh, came out. So... Um, First time seeing Jackson in a singles match. Um, definitely have been a fan of his tag work. Alpha Omega, if you're not familiar with them, they wrestle in Glory Pro. They wrestle in Proving Ground Pro. Um, they are starting to make a name for themselves in the Midwest. Um, really enjoying their work. But uh, like I said, first time seeing Jackson in a singles match and was pleasantly surprised. Uh, thought he held his own. Um, you know, kind of got... Uh, Excuse me. AJ AJ with the open start before the Yeah, game. AJ bull rush him to start, but then... Yelling. Uh, He's just yelling. You never accept an open challenge. <laughs> yes. AJ Gray was definitely on... He was he was on one uh, this night. He was definitely feeling himself. So, uh, again, uh, Camaro Jackson uh, hit a couple nice drop kicks. Um, you know, kind of put AJ... Had him staggered for a minute. Uh, hit a big suplex, big clothesline, but yeah, yeah. outcome. Yeah. AJ comes up. He does the thing where he trips him, and Camaro Jackson. He just he does the flip and gets he he gets a flip, does a flip, gets up and comes in front of the lariat. It's AJ Gray for the one. Yeah, I mean, I I will say that when they you know, if he gets the lariat, if he can hit that lariat clean, AJ Gray is getting the one two three for sure. So. Uh, but shout out again, Camaro Jackson. Pretty good opportunity. I know that was his debut. Uh, I thought he got a really good crowd reaction. Uh, that crowd, for not seeing him before, was definitely chanting that Alpha Omega by the end of the night. So uh, I look for him to get some uh, more exposure and get some more shots over there. Hopefully, get some shots with his tag team partner because that team is really good and deserves to get some uh, more chances outside of the area. So. Uh, so as Camaro Jackson heads to the back, uh, AJ Gray says, "You know, bring out another one." Calls out another man, and uh, out comes Lexus Montez, who'd already fought earlier in the night. Beat Mike Outlaw. Beat Mike Outlaw, but was you know you could tell he was definitely feeling the effects of that first match. Um, nice strike exchange to start. Um, Lexus uh, hit a double stomp. Uh, hit a val- hit a Falcon Arrow. Yeah, I remember AJ Gray he just using the brute strength. Picks yep. up Lexus, just yeah, him big the throws. Ring. I mean, just huge. Uh, hit a lariat, 
Didn't quite get all of it. Got the two count, but immediately hit the brain buster after for the win. So, AJ Gray 2-0 on the evening and retains his championship. So, congratulations to AJ Gray. Continuing, you know, last few podcasts you've heard us talk about AJ Gray, and we're going to continue to do so. Uh, Dude is on one right now. Um, If you have not had a chance to see his stuff lately, check it out. I know uh, over the weekend... Uh, he fought Michael Elgin and from all accounts was one hell of a match. Um, can't wait to see that on high spots. Um, and I believe on their next event, they're actually going to have a rematch of that match at Paradigm Pro. I believe it's May 24th. Uh, Man, and I really want to go to that. It would be good. We got other plans, but we'll see it for sure. So again, AJ Gray right now is on one. Wish him the best of luck. Um, let's see. Got a couple other matches to finish the night. Um, Dominic Garini versus Freddie Hudson in a Pride Rules match. So, if you are familiar with Pride Fighting Club, or Pride Pride Fighting Championship, excuse me, um, you know, definitely more of a straight MMA type match. Um, it was in rounds. The first round was 10 minutes, then rounds are five minutes after. Um, Obviously, a lot on the uh, a lot on the mat. Um, you know, Freddie Hudson is a pretty respectable athlete, but Dominic Garini was totally in his environment in this match. Uh, really, um, pretty dominant from start to finish. Um, but again, Hudson held his own, um, made it through the first round, and uh, you know, but did uh, did submit in the second round. Um, not a lot to call on this. I mean, it was interesting. It was fun to watch. Just... I am certainly not an MMA expert to know the holds or what was going on. Um, you know, but it was definitely a struggle. I think Dominic, uh, you know, once he realized exactly what he was dealing with, kind of kicked it into another gear. Um, you know, maybe, maybe underestimated a little bit. But uh, when you have Dom's pedigree, that's easy to do so. So... But uh, the good news is for him is he was able to kick it into another gear and get that submission in the second round. Also, uh, um, one of the guys behind Freddie, Trevor Cole, he comes out and just gives a big gives him a big suplex after the match is done. No, yeah, tre- yeah. So Trevor Court attacked uh, attacked Freddie Hudson after the match. Uh, they were former tag apparently former tag team partners, but uh, Garini came back and made the save after the match. So interesting to see where that goes. Uh, and then next was the, the uh, semi-main event, and probably yeah. the reason we drove over. Brett Eisen versus Gary J in a taped fist match. For those of you who don't know what that means, that means K-O only. Yep, so no submissions, no pins, knockouts only. Um, like I said, this was the reason we drove over, and it was as advertised. Uh, these guys beat the living hell out of one another. Brett Eisen with the early attack for the bell so that Gary can't even tape his fist. Yeah, Gary didn't even get a chance to finish taping his fist before Eisen uh, rushes him. Uh, you know, as you can imagine, tons of chops, tons of strikes. Uh, you know, Eisen and Gary both hitting dives on each other. Eisen uh, hits a dive. Gary hits three dives after that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ison hit street justice on the edge of the ring. It looked sick. Uh, Sobros, if you follow the Sobros uh, on Twitter, uh, I definitely recommend following them. They're great guys, but they had a uh, pretty good shot of that. 
if you want to check it out before the whole whole match comes available, uh, yeah, it looked pretty disgusting. I'm, I mean, Gary, I, I was surprised Gary got up, but then again, that's what makes Gary J. Gary J. Uh, again, a, a, followed that up. Gary got drug himself back into the ring and just huge chop exchange. Uh, Ison's neck was just raw. Yeah, just hamburger meat by the end of the night. Um, and it looked as though, but uh, Ison did get the win. Um, I think he hit it. Uh, a th- yeah. Really, just a straight punch. Yeah, just a yeah. I think he uh, knocked him out there at the end, really. And uh, but you know, Ison's been on one as well, uh, defending that Bone Storm Championship down in Sup. But this was probably, uh, you know, I'd say maybe next to the Nick Gage match, probably. Uh, as close as I've seen him to being taken out lately. So uh, I would love to see a rematch of this, you know, preferably uh, in St. Louis Anarchy. Yeah, preferably in St. Louis Anarchy or in, in somewhere around the area here, maybe in Gary's home court. Um, but I think, again, I think that was, it was uh, in my opinion, the match of the night. Um, that said, the main event was Matthew Justice versus Bradley Prescott. In a stairway to hell match now for the Black Craft Championship. Yeah, so Black Craft Wrestling Championship was on the line in this match. Um, Matthew Justice, I will tell you, kind of led start to finish. Huge kendo sticks ch- uh, shots to start the match. Uh, Bradley comes out with just a weird double kendo sticks. Yeah, Brad. Bradley gets brought him the, out. Gets the low blow at the beginning with the kendo stick. Yeah, but I mean, overall, this was. Uh, Pretty much start to finish, Matthew Justice just laid a beating on Bradley Prescott. Uh, shout out to Bradley Prescott though for taking that. Also, uh, you at know, one point, Bradley he just starts scattering his empty beer cans all over and then gets suplexed. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's got to hurt. That did have to hurt. So uh, so at the end, Matthew Justice was able to climb the, climb the stairway to hell and retain the Black Craft Championship. Also, somehow they managed to just twist a ladder. Yeah, they definitely. How do you twist the ladder? They definitely, they definitely wrecked havoc on that entire that entire ring and surrounding area. So, um, again, overall, guys, very good stuff. Um, if you're not familiar with Paradigm Pro, you need to be. I definitely suggest checking them out. Um, they are over in Jeffersonville, Indiana. They run pretty much monthly, I believe, um, and I believe their shows are available on the High Spots Network. So. If you are on that, check them out. Uh, they also, are. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jack. After the after the match, after the mat, after the match, Matthew Justice took to the microphone to announce that he was inviting himself and the Bev, Bobby Beverly, into the first annual Rejects Invitational Tag Team Tournament, and that he would he would win the Paradigm Tag Team Championships that night. He then said he would win pretty much every title ever. Yeah, he uh, he definitely was feeling himself as well. Um, that uh, that that rejects invitational tag team tournament does look like it's got a lot of heavy hitters in that. It's on the twenty fourth, and we can't go because Dad booked us for somewhere. That's all right. And I want it, and I want to watch it. So we'll watch it on TV. Yes, that's fine. For so sure. that's that's why you got to that's you know that's why you got the best ninety nine nine in the biz, High Spots Network, as they say. So we'll be able to check that out down the road. But again. Uh, if you're not familiar with Paradigm Pro Wrestling, check them out. Uh, also, shout out to MidwestTerritory.com. Uh, 
I wanted to double, I used them to double check some of the names because didn't quite catch everything as we were going through this. Some of these names I wasn't familiar with. So, uh, definitely kind of cover, they do a great job of covering uh, wrestling here in the Midwest. So, if you're not familiar with them, check them out at MidwestTerritory.com. And now we're going to move in and start talking about St. Louis Anarchy's Hog Wild. So, St. Louis Anarchy returns Friday, May 24th with Hog Wild. Um, I believe we've got most of the matches at this point are kind of laid out. Um, so, we'll kind of go through what we see. This is basically straight off of Facebook. The, the Facebook events page. Um, we'll kind of do some double checking to make sure. But uh, looks as though most of the matches are already laid out and ready to go. So, uh, and these are just on the order they are on the event page. I have no idea what's going to be what, other than the pre-party match will be an intergender trios match with Billy Starks and the Diamond Dogs versus Savannah Storm. St- ah, Savannah Storm. Savannah Stone. Sorry, Savannah. And Lethal Injection. Injection. So, uh, Jackson, what are your thoughts there? I think... I'm pretty sure Lethal Injection and the Diamond Dogs had a match at the last Anarchy show, and Lethal Injection came out on top. So I'm going to go with Lethal Injection and Savannah Stone. Okay. Um, don't me on that. Yeah, I think that was, if I remember, I can't remember. I, I, I know we've seen both of those teams, both good young younger teams. Uh, I'm going to have to agree and go with uh, Savannah Storm. Man, Stone. I cannot quit doing that. Savannah Stone. And I am tired. I'm really tired. And Lethal Injection. Okay. So, that's uh, again, that's your pre-party match. Uh, additional $5 gets you into the pre-party. Uh, gets you in there early. You can check out Wrestler's Merch. Obviously, you get to see that match. It's only available at the pre-party. So, good stuff there. And then going on to the main card. Uh, let's see. The War Horse. Jake Barnell. Versus the baddest man alive, Aaron Williams. All right. So, Jackson, what are your thoughts on this match? Well, I do not recall ever seeing Aaron Williams before. So we saw Aaron Williams at Pro Wrestling Force, I believe, was the first time. And first and only time you've seen him. Okay. So and what Jake, about Jake Parnell? Do you know who he is? Jake Parnell is my bully, and, I'm, and I am always going to go with them because they won me a $5 bet the last time we, pre- we previewed an Anarchy show. Very good. All right. So uh, Aaron Williams, uh, he... He is a bad, bad man, as the name says. Uh, I'm extremely psyched to see him make his St. Louis Anarchy debut. Uh, you know, seeing a good amount of his work from IWA Mid South. Like I said, I've, I've only seen him live once, and that was at Pro Wrestling Force up uh, in the Springfield area. Was very impressed. Uh, I think this match, this match potentially could be the match of the night. Um, you got a couple of heavy, heavy hitters here that do not back down. Uh, you got Parnell, who... He's going to double stomp someone. Well, you got, I mean, you know, Parnell, who is... Can you get the double stomp? Who has made his way into one of the pillars of St. Louis wrestling. Yeah. And you got Aaron Williams, who is looking to make a mark in St. Louis wrestling. So, something's got to give. Um, I'm going to go with the warhorse, Jake Parnell. You're smart. I think that... Uh, you bet against him last... You bet against him last time and you lost. That's true. So we're so we will go with Parnell this time, but again, in what I think is going to be one hell of a match. All right. Next is Big, Big Beef. Gnarls Garvin versus Craig Mitchell. So again, uh, 
two very heavy hitters. Yeah, I mean. Both based on very strong styles. Yeah, so, you know, Garvin, I would say he's really grown on me in the last year. Got to see his work a lot. I think he's really progressing well. Um, Craig Mitchell, uh, I love love me some Craig Mitchell. Uh, I want to see him in the area more. But, uh, you know, I get to see, you know, what do you say there? He's the bully. Uh, again, it's kind of the same as before. Heavy hitters. These guys don't back down. Both looking to make a name in Anarchy, right? So, um, I think this is only Craig Mitchell's second match in Anarchy. He lost to Gary J. Uh, in one hell of a match uh, during the Blizzard ma- uh, Blizzard event. Oh, yeah. Uh, and You know, and Big Beef. Uh, I believe, uh, you know, he's had a couple matches. Him, him and Larry D tore it up. And I think this one is going to be uh, just the same. So, Sweet. prediction? Craig Mitchell. I want I want Big Beef to win, but Craig Mitchell's veteran experience is going to pull out in the end. Man, that's a, that's a hell of an analysis. Uh, I'm going to agree. I think, I think Craig Mitchell just is uh, a little... Uh, more experience. A little more experience, just a little more polished. Uh, you know, Garvin is doing very well, but probably still a little more of a work in progress. Uh, a lot of raw potential there, and uh, you know, matches against guys like Larry D and Craig Mitchell is only going to make him that much better down the road. All Speaking right. of Larry D, our next match is legendary Larry D versus Dirty Jake Thurden. Man, this is going to be a hoss fight. This, uh, okay, so let me back up. So Jake Durden, uh, we saw him now probably a month ago. At a lot Pro- of times. Well, we've seen him a lot of times. The last time we saw him was at Proving Ground Pro for the Buckley Cup, and he looked, he just looked born again. I mean, and like ready. I I, I don't know what to say. He just uh, kicked some butt. He had three outstanding matches. Uh, and really, to me, you know, his match against AJ Gray was probably the best I've seen him look in over a year. Uh, was very impressed with that, and uh, you know, I think he, I think he's ready. He's he's kind of got a chip on his shoulder. He is wanting to prove to a lot of people that he is still the man in St. Louis uh, and in the in in, in the area. Um, Larry D, on the other hand, has really made a name for himself quickly in Anarchy. Uh, and a veteran, a veteran as well. Uh, obviously, IWA Mid South, lots of Indiana, uh, other areas of Indiana. And if you remember the last Anarchy show, he fought the Monarch Jimmy Wyatt for the Gateway Heritage Championship, and damn near beat him. And de- and would have beat him if not for the fact that it's pure wrestling rules. If he'd have hit him, if he'd have hit him with a forearm or set of that close fist, I think I think he got a new champ. None the said. None, nonetheless, we got Larry D versus Jake Durden here. Jack, who are you going with? Oh God, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go with Durden. Damn, we're going three in a row, four in a row here with the same predictions. I I agree. Wait, are we? This is a, oh, Jake. No, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot Jake, I'm match. going. I'm gonna go with Jake Durden here. I think that you know, Durden Durden's on a hot streak right now. Um, Larry D ain't going to be the one to end it. I agree. So I think we're going to have to go Jake Durden there. 
All right, next match. The Regal Twins versus Kicks and Shit. So, Kicks and Shit being who? The new tag team on the block. The new tag team on the block, which is Chip Day and Logan James. Uh, Thought they had an outstanding debut against the besties in the world at the... uh, Last show? Was it the last show or two shows ago? But anyway. Almost beat them, but... Even though, even though they had to use the chairs. I mean, the yeah. The even, yeah. For a debut of a tag team, they made a hell of an impression on me. Uh, I mean, both those guys. So, first off, you got Chip Day. It's the, Chip Day. The South's best kept secret. Uh, outstanding striker. Uh, he, he can just do it all. I love, I love his attitude. He does not give a damn. He just wants to win. Uh, and he uh, he appeared to be imparting that philosophy on young Logan James, who uh, really came a lot stronger, a lot more aggressive in that match than I had seen him previously. And, uh, you know, really, uh, again, really impressed with that debut. Uh, Regal Twins, what do you say? Um, you know, they're... They can they can read each other's minds. Yeah, so they're they're on the opposite kicks and kicks and shit. This will be their second match. The Regal Twins literally have grown up their whole life together. So, um, you know the the experience piece certainly with the Regal Twins the, um, as a tag team. The, I would say Chip Day though has every bit the experience as a singles competitor, uh, if not even more so, uh, and probably more travel as competitor, frankly. Um, you know, Logan James, uh, coming out of that Michael Elgin dojo, um, has shown a lot of promise. He's been one of my favorite young talents in the Midwest for the last year or so. Um, I tell you what, I'm going kicks and shit. I'm going Regal Twins. Okay. So their veteran experience and there's their ability to know exactly what the other one is going to do is going to pull out. Okay. I, I mean... It, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I think I'm I'm more hoping for uh, for kicks and shit. Like, I, like what happened last time when I was hoping for them, yeah. but then the besties won. There you go. All right, so our next match, Little Hollywood Hills. Hills himself. Everett Connors. Versus. Christian Rose. Chris, the the, the lowlife, the bitter lunatic, Christian Rose. Christian Rose is going to kick the crap out of him, no question. You that. damn straight. If there is a God above, Christian Rose, the victory, quick and painful. God. I'm calling it like I see it. I cannot. I, you cannot express how much you hate. I don't hate Everett Connors. You, Let's make sure. You, I don't hate Everett Connors. You hate, you hate the Hollywood part about him. I definitely hate Little Hollywood Hills. I like Everett Connors. I'm not saying I even really like Pretty Reckless, but I like Everett Connors. A lot of talent. Everything he does outside of the ring, I really, really don't care for. That's no surprise to anybody listening to this, I'm sure. Don't take it personal, Mr. Connors. I do think you're a hell of an athlete inside the ring. If you can, if you can just harness your power, you can be one of the best competitors here. That said, Christian Rose is going to kick your butt. Is a veteran and is a pro wrestler's pro wrestler. It is probably one of the greatest wrestlers in St. Louis anarchy history. Uh, you know, the best champ that never was, according to Pierre Abernathy himself. So, I uh, I fully see uh, Rose getting the victory here. Um, oh, I agree you know, with that. He, he's been, 
Auto Warpath. He's he, ever since losing to Jake Parnell in that cage match, he has turned it around quickly, and uh, and has made his way back to the top. So I'm going Christian Rose here. So am I. All right. Our next match is the King of Hoss Island, Thomas Shire versus Stiff Robo Ginger Gary J. All right. As we mentioned earlier in the podcast, Gary J coming off the tape fist loss in Jeffersonville. So, as much as it pains to say me, being a full-fledged card-carrying member of the Gary J movement, the reality is Gary right now is not in not on a hot streak in anarchy. He's had a number of losses recently, most most recently to Kylie Ray at Ladies Night uh, in an intergender classic. Um, whereas Thomas Shire, quite the opposite. I believe he was uh, your St. Louis Invitational winner for PWCS and uh, is on the rise. So... I I I will be strongly rooting for Gary J. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Jack? I think you're insane. Gary J is gonna kick his butt. I like I. You know what? I like the way you think. I like the way you think. Are you still predicting the shot gonna win though? The problem here, the intangible, the intangible Jackson, you know as well as I do, is that Shire's actually a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler, but you know who Shire's got with him, Jackson. The person I hate most on this earth. Shire has Jesus with him. The person I hate most on this earth. Well, you might hate Greg Jovine. And everyone else at St. Louis Anarchy might hate him too. Except for you. But if you've got Jesus in your heart, Jack, you know, and Jesus is on your side, that's the ultimate intangible. They explained how Parno beat him the last time we did a Anarchy Park. It happens. It happens. And it's going to happen again tonight. I mean, definitely. Whenever the show is. I, uh... Would you care to make a, ga- a gamble on that? I can't bet against Gary J. I can't... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna bet against Gary J. But I'm gonna pick Thomas Shire. In an, in what I would call still an upset. A crazy match. Okay. okay you're crazy. And it will be a banger. Oh, that, that's no question. Give me the banger alarm. Ba-banger. There you go. All right. And... Our main event for the Gateway Heritage Championship. The Monarch. Jeremy Wyatt. Versus. The Big Margugliac on on campus. campus, Mikey McFinnigan. All right. In a pure rules match. I hate pure rules so much. (laughs) Otherwise, Jeremy Wyatt wouldn't even be here. Probably not. He'd be at home crying into his pillow because he lost his precious title. All right. So. God, I, I I don't know if there's anything I want more in wrestling right now than to Mikey to win the damn title. I'm gonna be honest. I don't I don't really care who wins it as long as it's not Jeremy Wyatt and it's not anyone represented by Greg Jovi. Well, so what's your thoughts on the match, Jack? I really, 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 really want Mikey to win, but Jeremy Wyatt's gonna win. I agree. I think that in the pure rules, I think that, you know, Mikey, as good as a wrestler as he is, his what makes Mikey good is his unorthodox approach in the ring. Um, and that unorthodox approach really doesn't blend itself well to pure rules. 
I think it will be interesting how he does apply himself in that. But I think at the end of the day, we got to give the devil, and I do mean the devil, his due. So I believe Jeremy Wyatt will win that match. Okay, so um, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I believe, matches. There's probably going to be at least one other match on the show uh, that's not on... That's not listed here. Uh, Again, no, I think overall pretty good stuff. So um, make sure to check out St. Louis Anarchy on Twitter, on Facebook, and Paradigm Pro Wrestling. And Paradigm Pro Wrestling. So lots of great talent right now in the Midwest, guys. I don't think that's. uh, If you're listening to this, I'm not telling anything you don't know. But uh, hope to see everybody there uh, on the 24th at Anarchy. And if you're not in Anarchy. Hey, Paradigm's running that same night. Go to one of them. Get out, make a town, see some wrestling. And uh, with that... If you don't, what are you doing with your life? I agree. I, I don't know what you'd be doing. Sitting at home? If, you, if you're sitting at home, you better be watching wrestling. Exactly. All right. So, uh, that's all we have for this evening. A lot longer. Uh, we're right at 45 minutes. Pretty long for us. So, uh, we will let you go for now. Uh, so, again, my name is Jason. That's Jackson. And we'll see you at the matches. See Bye. Ya.